You're listening to the Get Clear Up Podcast, a space dedicated to the female experience. I'm your host, holistic health practitioner and women's sexual health expert, Callie Shea. Welcome to another fabulous episode of Get Clitorate. In today's episode, we are going to talk all about cycle syncing and how you can use cycle syncing to help support your hormone health. And we're really going to dig into what it means to sync your lifestyle to your cycle and what that can look like for you. I had just started to get curious about my periods and my hormone health when I came across this concept a few years ago, but I remember immediately feeling so seen because this was able to explain things about my health that had previously felt so confusing. You know, I was able to to start to put the pieces together around why my libido experienced, you know, highs and lows and why I was more productive this week versus last week. And I remember having the thought that if I could just, you know, figure out how to work with this, I could essentially hack my cycle and live my best life. And so that's exactly what we're going to cover today. We're going to go over everything you need to know about how you can support your body by working with your hormones to do things like upgrade your productivity and tap into your sex drive and your sexual needs and what foods to eat and when and so much more. These cycle syncing tools are so easily implemented. I do stuff on a daily basis and have been for years that falls under the category of cycle syncing, um, but it's just so second nature. I don't have to think about it, and it's just become a habit to support my system. And so I'm just excited to dig into all this with you and share the magic of cycle syncing. And the first concept that's really important to understand is that our cycle is not just about the week we bleed. We are constantly in some phase of our hormones. And so the idea behind cycle syncing is that by understanding our hormone fluctuations and shifts and being able to pinpoint where we're at in our cycles, we can use these data points to set ourselves up to perform optimally all month long. I find this to be beneficial for all women, um, but especially for my women who are struggling with period problems, things like PCOS, PMS, if you've got heavy periods, if you struggle with low libido or a mismatched libido with your partner or your partners, um, this can just be a really unique tool to start to figure out what might be going on internally. I also highly recommend this for my women who are trying to conceive or avoid because it can help you identify when your fertile window is occurring. I want you to remember that if your hormones are out of whack, you may not be feeling the distinct differences in each of the phases yet. Or if you do, they may be coming with their own period problems. So if you're struggling with hormonal imbalances, this is a helpful place to start and a good reference for what your cycle can look like as you start to heal your hormones. For my gals who are missing their periods altogether right now, you can still track by the moon to encourage your body to get into a natural rhythm. This is a tool that when used diligently has helped encourage so many of my clients' cycles to come back. So let's dig into all this. For cycle syncing, we can break our monthly hormone cycle into four different parts that are determined by what our hormones are doing. To kick us off, we've got the menstrual cycle. Day one of your menstrual cycle is the day of your full flow bleed. So it's not when you're spotting. This phase should last up to seven days. And if your flow is lasting longer than that, that could be a sign of a period problem. During this phase, our sex hormones, estrogen and progesterone are low, and they will start to rise towards the end of this phase you are naturally going to want to go inward on your on your period. You may be more tired. You may be less outgoing, more antisocial. I want you to remember that periods should not be symptomatic. You should have fairly symptomless periods, um, but you, you it's okay if you feel a little tired, a little run down, like you need some rest. This is the perfect time to reflect on the past month and to prep for a new month. So I like to think of this almost as like my mini new year for myself every single month. 
you will likely feel a little bit creative, maybe in flow this month. So, you know, play with that if it comes up for you. At this time of the month, an orgasm or a few may help reduce physical pain. So if you've got cramps or headaches, have some orgasms, baby. When communicating with your partner or your partners during this time, though, TLC is going to be the name of the game. Ask to be romance and to be pampered. Express your needs to your partner. And despite what you may feel physically, blood is actually on the dry side. So if you do choose to have intercourse, I highly recommend using a high-quality lube. And high-quality is key, babe. High-quality lubes. If you are confused about what kind of lubes or quality or things like that, I have an Instagram post on this that I will put in the show notes. The foods that may, that may be most beneficial during this time are going to be things like soups, stews, dark leafy greens, comfort foods. You may want to add in some iron-rich foods and some extra protein to support the energy output that's occurring. A tablespoon of blackstrap molasses each day of my cycle is one of my favorite tricks for helping support nutrient needs during this time. The first few days of your full flow bleed are ideally going to be your least active days. Um, a short walk, maybe some light stretching can be helpful to alleviate cramps and encourage blood flow. But this is the time to treat your body as if it's going through something really energy taxing and exhausting because it is. I tell my clients to almost treat your body as if you've had surgery because your body is sort of performing surgery on itself. This doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that you aren't capable of showing up to your life fully but the body isn't designed to go, go, go 24 seven. It can't handle it. Right. So I want to empower you and to give you space to allow yourself some grace and some rest, you know, use this to give yourself some permission to just take a break. If you can towards the end of your period, when your bleed is lighter, you're actually going to start transitioning into the follicular phase and you're going to hang out there until you ovulate. Estrogen and progesterone are starting to rise here and you're likely going to feel pretty renewed. This is usually a great time to get out of your comfort zone, go out with friends, problem solve, and get shit done. When it comes to sex and dating, because energy and mood get a major boost, it can make us feel stronger, confident, and we get a surge in testosterone that will start to increase libido. This is a great time for an active date, like hiking or going on a trip for a long weekend, and definitely a great time for some steamy sex. Foods that can be most beneficial during this time include an extra serving of healthy fats per day so that your body can have the good cholesterol it needs to build your sex hormones as they surge, along with fiber and vegetables to keep estrogen in check. If you are confused about healthy fats, last week's episode was all about it. So I will link that again in the show notes and highly recommend checking that out. Uh, one big carrot or di- per day can help to keep estrogen balanced as well. So if you just want to peel and eat a raw carrot, that can help with estrogen. If you're using this time to be more active and to really use all that extra energy that you've gotten, make sure that you're eating enough carbs and calories to support that. Because estrogen is surging during this time, I really want to emphasize the importance of healthy daily bowel movements. If we aren't having regular movements, it can lead to estrogen dominance in the body. So focusing on things like fiber and that carrot, like I mentioned, can help a lot. If you're having less than daily bowel movements, we need to chat, girlfriend, and get that under control. So... During this follicular phase, it's a time when you're going to have the most energy to focus on things like weight training, HIIT workouts, and going hard in the gym. After this phase, you'll likely move into your ovulatory phase. And I say likely because some women may not be ovulating. And therefore, depending on the reason, you may have a slightly different cycle. If you're not ovulating, that can be a sign of a hormonal imbalance or a period problem. You can detect this phase by looking for a shift in your cervical mucus or cervical fluid. 
it will be stretchy in consistency, sort of like egg whites. We will dig into charting cervical mucus in a future podcast episode, but just look for that stretchy consistency. Something to remember is that you did not ovulate if it is not followed by either a period that comes within 17 days or less of ovulation or pregnancy. There are rare medical conditions that may make bleeding difficult or impossible, but for the majority of you, it will be important to know that you can have a period without ovulating. But if you have had a successful ovulation, the options then are only either to have a period or to be pregnant. So during this time, you're likely going to feel much more social. So this is a great time to plan events, do some networking, have an interview and or do a presentation. And let's be honest, you're also going to be hornier. So fertility is high. It's raging right now, and you are likely going to feel it. You're likely going to feel more connected to your partner, and sex is going to be on the brain. Go dancing. Get out and about. Try something new. Get kinky. Try out that new toy. Whatever it is that gets you and your partner or your partners going. We still want to focus on regular regular digestion and bowel movements to keep estrogen in check. So you can keep up the same fiber and carrot habits from your follicular phase. Cruciferous veggies can be helpful during this time, but remember you may want to avoid these if you have thyroid issues. Magnesium-rich foods like spinach and dark chocolate can be super helpful as well. I also want to keep up a high intake of fats during this time because my body is about to be making a lot more progesterone and I want it to have the tools to do so. When we increase fats, we can lower carb intake a bit. If you want to understand the whole carb, fat, protein thing further, we dig into this in my course, Hormone Happy Eats. I want to jump in here real quick to tell you a bit about the course Hormone Happy Eats. It is one of my self-led courses and it focuses on nutritional needs in relation to hormone health. In this course, we're answering some of your big questions like what's the deal with macronutrients? Am I eating enough? How do I keep my blood sugar stabilized throughout the day? And how do I build meals to support proper hormone balance? This is not a diet plan and there's no restriction involved. In fact, a large part of the course is focused on squashing food shame and diet culture. You'll get lifetime access to the course, tons of resources, as well as support in the Get Clitorate Facebook community. The link for more information about Hormone Happy Eats is in the show notes. Now, back to the episode. After ovulation, you'll go into the luteal phase. During this phase, your hormones are reaching their peak point, and you're pumping out lots of progesterone. The uterine lining is thickening to prepare for the implantation of a fertilized egg that will result in pregnancy. And if that doesn't happen, menstruation occurs. Creative juices are flowing during this time, along with your focus and the ability to finish tasks. You may start to feel more of a homebody during this time, and it's a good time to clean house and aka get shit done that you've been putting off as you prepare for your mini new year. For the first half of this phase, you'll still probably be reeling from ovulation, but with all that yummy progesterone you got from ovulating, towards the end of this phase, your libido is likely to drop. Practice self-care this week. I cannot emphasize that enough. Let your partner or your partners know that you may need some extra stimulation to get aroused. You may find yourself having more mood swings, cravings, or other PMS symptoms this week. These can be a sign of a period problem. Ideally, this time of the month will be symptomless, but having your period is still a very energy-taxing event. Foods that I find helpful for support during this time are high in protein to help the body prep for what is to come. Earthy, grounding root vegetables are great during this time. We also want to make sure we're combating food cravings by supporting blood sugar balance and continuing healthy bowel elimination habits. Progesterone slows down our digestive system, often causing sluggish BMs for many women. So keep up what you've been practicing this month to keep yourself on track. This is a good time to focus on less physically exhausting workouts. So things like yoga and Pilates. Okay, isn't this stuff cool as hell? 
If you want to practice cycle syncing, I highly recommend tracking your cycle on paper so that you can visualize where you're at at your cycle and take notes. So I've linked a free period tracker download in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please go talk about it in the Get Clitter at Facebook community so we can collab and figure out what best habits you need for cycle syncing. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Get Clitterate podcast. We release a new episode every single week, so go ahead and hit subscribe. We'd love for you to leave us a review and let us know what you think of the show. You can learn more about myself, your host, Callie Shea, by visiting my website, callieshea.com, or by visiting my Instagram, at Callie Shea. If you want to stay in the loop with what's happening on the podcast, you can follow at Get Clitterate Podcast on Instagram.